another episode of the Emmanuel Pastors podcast where you get to listen in on a conversation between uh, myself, Pastor Nathan, and our other pastor at the church right now, uh, Theo. Uh, and today we, yeah, today we actually have another special guest with us. Um, we have Rosario with us. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, um, we uh, we want to talk about a topic tonight that's uh, well, we're recording this at uh, late in the evening on Tuesday night, February or not February, <laughs> May twelfth. It's really late. Um, but we want to talk about a topic of uh, just how to do how to deal with depression, dark thoughts. Um, you know, when we we're feeling low, and I think um, I think that's something that at some level that everybody right now can relate to. Uh, am I right? That's right. I think especially just kind of being locked up, um, and yeah, but it may even bring up even uh, deeper struggles that that some of us may have. Um, even before the pandemic, uh, to to be um, hopeful, to be uh, yeah, dealing with the sadness that's in the world, and, and there's always sadness in the world. But I don't know about how you guys felt last week was, but I felt like last week was an especially sad week in many ways. Um, not just with kind of the the end of this. Uh, stay-at-home order being pushed back. Those those are little things that kind of can get me down. But we had the um, Amoud Armory uh, shooting um, in Georgia. That's kind of hmm. in the headlines, and there's just grief, just just national grief over that. Um, we have. Um, we had a, another pastor uh, commit suicide that uh, I, I didn't know personally, but I had read some of his books and listened to him and kind of had connected with him at some level uh, in, in previous years. That hit me hard that same that same day that that I was struggling with that and some of the triggering of, of, of a really close friend who's a pastor committed suicide a couple years ago. That's coming mm-hmm. all back to me. Um, another pastor that I did know in the Chicagoland area was cutting tree limbs uh, at the church property and a tree limb fell and hit him on the head and he died that same day um, just it's it's a this is a sad world right yeah. Hmm. Yes. yeah that is true a lot of reasons to to be sad and a lot of bad things going on around us that is very difficult to deal with all that's going on hmm. one of the things I, I, I like about um, Christianity and the Christian faith is it doesn't it doesn't tell us to uh, you know like, like certain types of, of Buddhism to sort of like uh, come to terms with the world and, and, and come to terms with the hurt but it, it acknowledges it and says no it is wrong and it is 
there is such a thing as sin and um, it's right to feel that things shouldn't be like this in the world yeah so we want to talk about that tonight uh, I think just also with uh, my heart's heavy realizing that it, that this isn't like a, a fun you know snow day for a lot of people this is dragging into um, a long a long cold you know uh, ice age in some ways and and uh, and so there's a lot of loneliness there's a lot of hopelessness I think um, drug abuse domestic abuse is on the rise um, it's just a lot of grief and, 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 and it may sound this may sound in light of other things to be not, not that big of a deal but I think there's grief that's legitimate at the loss of you know graduation summer plans um, sports um, yeah like those are things to grieve and then the uncertainty of the future economic prospects um, one of the things that really breaks my heart is is how people are dying alone nowadays whether from COVID or even other things like loved ones can't be there just uh, we could go on but uh, that's all to sort of introduce the topic for tonight you know like how do we deal with sadness maybe we could call the topic um mental health that's kind of what it's called these days and so that's why we've invited rosario onto the podcast because rosario's uh trained in in some of these things and deals with the brokenness of this world firsthand a lot so rosario why don't you tell us a bit about your uh professional training and how you practice um and how you knew that god was calling you into that field give us some of your background I am a child psychiatrist. I trained my medical school years in the Dominican Republic and came to the United States to complete residency in general psychiatry and a fellowship in child and adolescent psychiatry, which I did at Rush University Medical Center, and that's where I work. Um, I've been practicing now for seven years, which I, I am grateful for. I think that God called me to this field because very early in my life I he put in my heart the desire to listen to people's struggles not mm. not only the physical mm. pain that they were dealing with whenever I was in my uh, hospital rotations but I kind of sat down and listen to all the other things that other doctors maybe weren't as interested in listening to and being able to care for that emotional pain and, uh, and the, the struggles that were a consequence of their physical illness but but beyond it that's that's something that has always been in my heart and I that's when I knew that God was calling me to this field and just he opened doors and he sh showed me the way. He led it uh, and and got me to where I am right now. Mm. 
society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think yeah, I can see how you're very suited for that that field. Just a caring, compassionate, calm voice, good listener. Um, and I can imagine that um, you being really good at that. So, but I know it's hard. I know you've shared just taking on so much of the pain of the just dark dysfunction of the world and entering into that is really hard but um, I pray for you a lot in that area Rosario yeah, um, I think that when God calls you to do something he also gives you the, the things that you need to be able to do it and, and I'm grateful for how he takes care of of my own emotional well-being in, in the people that pray because this is a warfare and, and yeah. very much needs God uh, God just sustaining me and helping me in this journey mm -hmm. so there's um, a specific program that, that Rush is, is picking up from a hospital Massachusetts General Hospital right that you, you shared with Theo and I um, about kind of community in crisis and disasters and it has a, a parent's guide to talking to children about mm -hmm. kind of you know bad things in the world um, can you tell us a little bit about that and and then maybe we, we can talk about maybe how to talk to kids but then I think there's stuff in there for all ages right right yeah I it's the packed program that stands for parenting at a challenging time and as a child psychiatrist I focus a lot on the work uh, that needs to be done with parents and children specifically and how parents can care for their, ch their children but I have also been taking a lot of information from them in how to also that that applies to adults well-being and mental health because you can only care for others if you are yourself uh, in a good place emotionally. Mm -hmm. so I, I like the uh, put the mm -hmm. to put the oxygen on your own face before you try to take care of others analogy, right in an airplane. Yeah, that's right. That's mm. right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of a lot of it has to do with how to have open communication about what is going on with your children but if we just focus a little bit more on the what can we do and how we think together about uh, ways we can cope with uh, crisis and how actively manage anxiety I think there are a few, few ideas and points that I'd like to share here um, and maybe one of those is, is uh, we should think about uh, a strategy on how we can physically deal with symptoms of anxiety or stress, if you want to call it that way, and whether that is breathing exercises or if that's practicing uh, uh, sport or going for walks or anything that can improve your physical well-being, uh, you can even think about eating appropriately, sleeping well, trying to rest your body because our bodies need rest. That is uh, definitely uh, advice in mm -hmm. terms of how to cope with anxiety and crisis like the one we are living right now. Um, another 
point which I like a lot is how how we work with that from a cognitive perspective and it speaks about uh, having a helpful statement in mind that we can remind ourselves of uh, whenever we are dealing with anxious thoughts or uh, you know, negative thoughts and I think that in this specific point that that helpful statement I like a lot the idea of thinking about Bible verses that yeah. uh, can encourage uh -huh. our hearts and our minds and, and having the Word of God speak to us as opposed to the anxiety or the depression or the stress speak to us or the news. I think that that's uh -huh. a very uh, important thing that sometimes if we fill our brains with all that the news are saying and only that, it could get, get us very stressed out and discouraged. And and we have to always, always remind ourselves of uh, what is our hope and what uh, can we believe is going to get us through these difficult times. And mm -hmm. those are, I think, two very important points that I think i like to share with, with you tonight. And, and maybe we can talk about so let's talk what we can do, but start there. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that first one for a bit, the just, just general health. Um, Let's, let's bring it down to real practical for just think about the people that are listening to this. This is for our church. This is a manual. What mm. kind of tips or um, suggestions, encouragements would we be giving to people right now um, about you know, personal, personal health? Yeah. Yeah. I was actually reading this book that probably you guys were reading as well, The Liturgy of the Ordinary, and one of the things that mm. spoke to me, it was the idea of taking care of our bodies and being able to rest and sleep and mm -hmm. and allow ourselves to take the time to do those things, even though at times we could be tempted to not to do that, whether it's that we are watching Netflix or staying up uh, doing things that we think are important, even chores or work-related things. Um, but that's something that is not good for our bodies when we don't rest, and, and, and we have to make sure that we are taking care of this uh, uh, this body that God gave us to care for. Um, so we should also eat healthy as much as we can in a right balance diet. The idea of being able to maintain routines even though we are in a uncertain time and work schedule is kind of off, school is at home and not at school, how can we continue doing some of yeah. the th same things that we were doing even even though we don't have the, the same expectations, maybe if we want to say that, but get up at a certain time, eat at the, cert at the yeah. time that we're supposed to eat. Uh, go to bed when we're supposed to go to bed, still spend the time that we're supposed to spend uh, doing the activities that we normally do uh, as much as possible. I know that some of our schedules will be uh, different, like not 100% of the time we will be able to do exactly the same we were doing before COVID, but it is still important to maintain routines and and get yeah. ourselves in waking up in the morning and doing what we 
supposed to do every day. Hmm. Right. So, did you hear that, Theo? You need to go to bed yeah. earlier. <laughs> Probably. Yep. Um, no more. No more emails. I don't want to see any more emails from you after midnight. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're physical people, right? So, I mean, I noticed this with uh, a couple weeks ago when we did the the secret church thing, which is this one time a year I stay up past midnight. And uh, I was feeling great the next morning, got up, we had an elder meeting, I'm like energetic. And that afternoon I just tanked and, uh, and into the next day, like I just noticed I'm, joy is harder to come by, I'm more irritable, I'm more prone to kind of, you know, the bad thoughts, going to bad places and feeling kind of down <laughs> because I didn't get good sleep. My whole sleep pattern got thrown off. Um, so, I mean, there's times to do that and God gives grace to you right now with, with little babies and, you know, um, there are times to do that. Jesus would stay up all night praying sometimes, but generally speaking, yeah. if we're just staying up late, watching movies, playing video games, and then wasting daylight hours sleeping, it's gonna it's gonna be harder, I think, to just see things straight. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so we're very very fragile uh, conglomeration of chemicals, <laughs> and just a little bit off kilter can can really mess with us. Uh, so that's kind of the physical side then. Coming, coming over to the spiritual side, if we can make that that dichotomy, maybe that's not totally healthy. Healthy, but um, let's talk more about you know what you were getting at with some of the Bible verses and preaching truths to yourself. Yeah, because like you're saying, our minds tend to go to dark places, and whatever is in our thoughts is going to reflect on how we are feeling and how we behave uh, and that's kind of the idea of what cognitive behavioral therapy tries, tries to do is to address those thoughts that are unhealthy and correct them and by doing that then hopefully we're going to feel better and act uh, in, in healthier ways as well so uh, with that in mind, I think that filling our minds and our thoughts with the truth of the scriptures is is a very good way to counteract those dark thoughts. And, and it's just, you know, it's just the source of our hope and the source of our uh, faith and is, is God's word and is what he promises to us that ultimately helps us to be able to endure difficult times like this, that we know that this yeah. world will pass and that nothing that happens here ultimately will separate us separate us from His love and His yeah. promise Roman to give us eternal life in Jesus. So mm. I think that, Amen. Yeah, that this is one way that I think fighting the discourage and the hopelessness and all the the darkness that can come to our minds in in these difficult times. What kind of uh, 
things from a non-Christian worldview. I'm just curious, uh, without, <laughs> I mean, having God's word to uh, train our minds and to speak to us, what what are people going to right now? I, what, what would a cognitive psychologist do with what kinds of, you know what I'm saying? What kind of things would non-Christians be doing to counteract those thoughts? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to get too far off on that, but I'm just curious. Yeah. Any, any way to correct cognitive distortions, is that how we call those uh, dark thoughts in, in, in sometimes in, in cognitive behavioral therapy? You can think of practical ways to speak to yourself in an encouraging way without I find it very difficult because ultimately like you're saying when there is hopeless when you don't see things changing when you don't see things getting better it's really hard to speak a positive message to yourself so I really think it's difficult but but I think uh, sometimes it's just trying to focus on the smaller uh, bright things that could be going on in your life. Being a lot of people speak about a gratitude journaling and and yeah. what can we be grateful for is uh, wow. the idea of mindfulness, thinking about focusing on the here and now and not necessarily going down the, that path of hopelessness, but at least being content. I'm, you know, I'm safe. I'm, I have food. I have what I need. I'm not gonna worry about tomorrow. Uh, for example, those are. Oh, I don't know about you, but that makes me depressed. <laughs> to have to lie to myself and <laughs> and come up with these truths that I'm just making up out of thin air to try to make myself feel better. Gosh, oh. that seems horrible. Yeah, yeah, and just like thinking about like what's what's been said so far, um, you know, I think. I think a lot of the things that, that, that we've been talking about, like uh, habits and, and and just daily routines, and and and, uh, and even 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 thinking about like good positive thoughts and and, and allowing that to affect us are all are all they're they're good things for people to like maintain like a general fun- functionality. I think in life, which is is good. Um, I think I think where like the Christian faith kind of comes into play is it, it kind of gives us an answer as to like why we should still want to function. Um, I know I know yeah. for me like personally like um, some of these like mundane things like uh, in 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 my darker day, days and moments when I I'm, like I, I feel that type of like just that like cloud over my head. I I just like like I know that like. Go, like going to bed on time or eating right or exercising or uh you know journaling are all good things to do but like i just don't care like i like why do it like it, and, and you know if you have like a very dark outlook on life um that like doesn't have like really any hope like yeah I, we're all gonna die anyways like whether it's from a virus or from old age or whatever like so so like why why do it? Why keep like fighting to like live your life? Yeah. Um, and I think like one of the things that the, like the Christian faith can do is provide a more comprehensive vision that like 
it, even in like times like this when it, it's kind of hopeless and it's kind of like you know we you know, why get up in the morning and and still read my bible and still like uh like try to do the mundane things in life when i'm stuck at home it's like well because like our lives are meant to know god even now even even in the midst of circumstances like this and that that orientation that goal of like knowing god and and telling other people about jesus it, it like it's still worth pursuing even in hard times when we're locked down like this and so like and in, in, in as much as any of these like methods uh, like like getting up and like and like getting up at the same time and, and exercising like help us do that then I, I think they're they're very helpful and and um yeah yeah so what uh what are some of the, the bible verses that you personally find helpful rosario um to use um to battle the negative thoughts Yeah, I think earlier we were talking about the Psalms and how in the Psalms we can find how David and people were going through hardship and were going through a lot of pain and yeah. and still coming to God in that uh, lamentation and finding in Him their hope and their and the strength to just get through whatever hardship they, they were going through i i think that the psalms in general are really helpful i i also think a lot about uh, job and also the uh the letters the letters of paul and he himself being persecuted and how he dealt with a lot of uh, pain as well and and even being lonely and mm. in jail and all the things that he had to go through but even in those circumstances being able to worship God and preach the gospel and and again find that all that was done with the purpose to that the Lord will get him through that and ultimately would glorify himself and and also help Paul grow and and be even a stronger Christian with more faith in him, in the God that saved him, even in those difficult times. And another one that I like a lot is Philippians 4, um, 6, do not be anxious about <coughs> anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I, I think that that peace Amen. that God can give us and that is in the scriptures in in few other places places that the Lord can give us peace, despite of what is going on and you know what troubles we can have in our yeah. heads and our minds. We can come to Him and heal fill us with his peace. Yeah. I think that those are verses that I often go yeah. to. But I think that the Lord can speak yeah. to us through any other, you know, the, uh, 
books in the Bible, any other verses, is is right. according to His will. He can just use the Scripture in general to guide us and to comfort us and strengthen us yeah. in difficult times. Psalm 42 and 43 have always been um, helpful for me, and they're help. They're more helpful the older I get because I have more. Um, experience with God that proves it true like why so downcast on my soul I, I get to those places where I'm downcast and then I I have to say why downcast put, put your hope in God for you, you'll you'll yet again praise him you know you'll come out of this there will be you won't feel like this forever and that, that helps me uh, a lot um, in those dark times and then I would just say the gospel, just reminding yourself of the gospel. Because really, for me, when I'm getting just really discouraged or down, it's I'm feeling horrible about a sin or a deficiency in myself and trying to self-atone through moping or something. And I just need to just remind myself that's, that my sin is is taken away and covered by the blood of Christ and I'm righteous in him or I'm comparing myself to other people or I'm looking at how much I've accomplished or not accomplished or or maybe you feel like I didn't read my Bible today I didn't get up on time I haven't exercised in three months <laughs> you know I don't eat healthy like and you can just start feeling like whoa I just the gospel can just just clear that all away and just say you're not you're not justified by any of your doing you're you're fully righteous uh, in Christ, and He loves you, and God loves you, and that can just that's just a reset, refresh, um, powerful truth. Um, I also like to think about God's providence mm -hmm. and how, for us that are called His children, He just orchestrates in our lives, you know, the things that need to happen, whether we think those are good or bad, that ultimately they are happening to us uh, with an ultimate purpose that he has, that he's going to use us for his kingdom and that we're going to worship him in this earth and ultimately spend eternity with him. And I can see, looking back, I'm 41, I think, years old now, so I can see how through those years, the Lord has walked with me and made yeah. a lot of things happen that maybe in the moment were uh, very stressful and I didn't understand, did not make sense what, why that was happening. But now looking back, I can totally see God being at work mm -hmm. through those times. And, and I, I believe that's the same in these uh, days where we are dealing with a lot of stress and negative news and death and grief but the Lord is is in control and working through that and he's, he already you know, gave his life for us, he saved us and he has a purpose that he designed for our lives so that's also helpful for me to think about when, when going through times like this Well, that time flew by when we just kind of scratched the surface, but I hope this conversation has been 
somewhat helpful at the very least to just maybe validate <laughs> some of those feelings in, in a way like um, let you know like that's normal and understandable and we can talk about that and that we want to be a church that talks about that and I, and I think that's that's another resource that we have is each other um, this is a body of believers we're not pretending that we're all put together and perfect we're all broken sinners who have the gospel in common and we want to help each other in that and so talking to other people having just calling somebody up and just being brutally honest like this is where I'm at this is what I'm feeling and knowing that they're gonna just hear you pray for you and give you the gospel um, we want that to be happening in our body right now so mm-hmm. if if you're down or struggling we just want I just want to encourage you to uh, reach out to someone um, or if you're not down or discouraged uh, be reaching out to people um, because maybe you'll be an answer to someone's prayer that day of just a, a contact that can be uh, really break through this uh, lie of that we're alone That's anything else we want to say I just want to emphasize that, that we are here to help each other and keeping connections and being able to stay uh, in touch with each other is really important even though we are being uh, in told that we have to keep social distancing but <laughs> there are many ways we can still uh, stay in touch and like you're saying reach out to others or reach out for help if you think that you need it um, it's really important yeah Theo last word um that's a good last word to say I'll read I'll read a scripture <laughs> verse and then that'll that'll be my last word and that'll be good oh, this is from good. yeah this is from uh Matthew 6 uh 25 therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Amen. Go listen to some birds uh, chirp this uh, spring and remember, uh, he loves you. He cares for them. And he cares for you even more. Thanks so much, Rosario, for your time. I hope you can sleep well tonight. Thank you for doing and, what uh, you do. You're the best. Yep. Appreciate it. That you invited me. I'm glad. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, guys. Love you. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>